Chapter 37 of The Social War of 1900, or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Meg Turasek. The Social War of 1900, or The Conspirators and Lovers, by Simon Landis. Chapter 37. Dr. Juno Again in the Insane Asylum Inside of the Insane Asylum, blood was frequently shed by those who were made victims by the actions of the sectarian practices. When the physician-in-chief entered the cell of General Washington Armington, the general was talking to himself for several minutes before he took notice that the doctor was present. But the moment the crazy man saw his keeper, or doctor, he sprang upon him like an infuriated fiend, and cried aloud, "'You are one of them!' which fairly unhinged the brave physician's nerves, and caused him to lose his presence of mind. When the general tore the flesh from his face, and caused the blood to fly in streams, the physician-in-chief screamed terribly, but in insane asylums there was so much noise made by the inmates that no one who was close at hand took any notice of it, until the unlucky doctor cried in a very boisterous voice, "'George, come here, quick! I am being murdered by General Armington!' George was a keeper of the ward, and he was only a short distance from the general's cell, therefore heard and knew the doctor's voice, which caused him to make for the place." And when he reached the cell door, behold, the physician-in-chief had bolted the same, and let the key remain in the inside, which prevented George from unlocking or opening the only passage of access to the place where the crazy general was sitting astride the physician-in-chief. And with one hand and his weighty body the general held the hands of the doctor, and with the other hand he was pounding the bleeding physician in the face with fiendish fury whilst the general continually cried out, "'Give me my daughter! Give me my daughter, you fiend! You fiend!' What to do George did not know for an instant, but he quickly ran toward the office and screamed, "'Bring help! Bring hammers and cold chisels! For my master is being murdered by General Armington!' Instantly dozens of the help, and besides innocent lunatics, rushed to the spot of danger, and in thirty minutes they succeeded in forcing the stronghold open. All this time the crazy man continued pounding the doctor, who was nearly exhausted from the loss of blood and the terrible bruises which he received. They grasped the general and ironed him, and carried the almost murdered doctor to his office. Medical attendance was bestowed upon him, but all hope of restoration was well-nigh abandoned. He sank into an unconscious state, and remained so for three days, when he seemed to improve very rapidly, and in several weeks he was able to be about his business. But he always gave the crazy general a wide berth, and was very cautious to keep him securely locked up. Dr. Juno learned that General Washington Armington was confined in this model asylum, and he was very anxious to visit him but every attempt that Dr. Juno made to get access to the asylum was thwarted, until, finally, 
he got acquainted with some influential public men, and through their instrumentality he was granted permission to visit the general. The moment the latter saw Dr. Juno, he began to weep and moan in the most heart-rending manner, and mumbled, "'Oh, my dear son, where, where, where is my daughter?' Dr. Juno said, "'Noble father, I have done my utmost to find her. Still I have failed to learn even the least traces of her. But I have some suspicion that she is not very far from here.' To this reply the general made no answer, but repeated the above sentence without cessation. Dr. Juno saw that the man was really insane, therefore he got ready to leave the asylum. But as he moved toward the door of exit, suddenly he was seized, blindfolded, and gagged. End of chapter 37 Recording by Meg Turisek